Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. On this week's Ludini Rock and Roll Circus podcast, we will give the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame its annual thrashing as we discuss the nominees and give you our picks for who should be in and who definitely should stay the F out. Get ready to rock out with your talk out. It's the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. All right, everybody, welcome back to the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. My name is Lou Lombardi, a.k.a. Lou Dini. Uh, we have the uh, Full Power Trio in full regalia this evening. We have Keith the Hawk Hawkins wearing no less than three masks. <laughs> very, very Three. Dr. Falky said to wear threes. That's what I'm going to do because he knows everything. I'm going to tell you right now, man, you are the most protected <laughs> the rest of us are just trying to kill it with alcohol, right, Lily? Legit. <laughs> Anyways, guys, welcome back. It is the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. We have Keith the Hawk Hawkins, as I've already said, and we have Lily V6. What's up? Had a good show over the weekend for my second uh, Lily Six's Live Saturdays. Very successful show at Subalpine. I can't wait for March, March 20th. So that's going to be a super heavy show with Grave Birth, Strangle the Witness, and The Creature. And Shrouded in Neglect. So four super, very extreme metal bands. So come out and see that. <laughs> shrouded in Neglect. Those, those are all great names, by the way. Love, yes. love, love all those names. <laughs> awesome. Um, so real quick, a little bit of business before we get started. Uh, guys, as, as I'm about, you know what I'm going to say. There's no reason to get up there with your mask on. You're playing your show. You have a mask on, but you have a boring-looking guitar. Who the hell wants to see that, right? It's bad enough you got to wear a stupid mask. If your mask is cooler than your guitar, there's That's, something wrong. There's a problem. So <laughs> we have a solution for that. That's called wolfscustoms.online. Go to wolfscustoms.online, uh, and they will, they'll hook you up. They will, they will get that guitar of yours squared away, looking so freaking hot and amazing that just, just you know, women will be throwing their masks at the stage. Right, Lily? Yes. <laughs> if... If nothing else. <laughs> and uh, so go to WolfsCustoms.online. Talk to Chris Thunderwolf Dotson. He is the man. Uh, RockRageRadio.com. Download the app. You can listen to great guitar-driven rock 24-7. And please uh, check out all the cool things we have at LombardiMusic.com. Uh, free downloads. Free, I send, I, I'm sending you guys out tomorrow. Those of you that are on the list are going to get some uh, sneak peek uh, information about a band that I absolutely love. New song that they just put out, a band called Silk Nine. I know you know Silk Nine. I do know Silk Nine. And so we're going to, so I'm going to try to do this as well. Instead of just doing the podcast announcements each week, I want to also show you guys some new music. So uh, that's one of the reasons, another reason why you want to go ahead and go to lulombardimusic.com and get on the list. The list. Real quick, I don't want to correct myself. It's not Shrouded and Neglect. It's Shattered Soul. Wow. <laughs> Shrouded and Neglect is a band it's here, a but band. they're not yes. wow. playing wow. that show. We're going to get letters now. Well, sue me. I'll give you some white claw. <laughs> All right, guys. So um, we're talking about the Rock and Roll Hall of Suck My uh, Something. Stuff. Yeah. <laughs> um, as you all know, I'm a huge fan of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I agree with everything that they do. I never question any of their decisions. Correct, Lily? Correct. You know, it's just the absolute greatest organization. Um, and uh, I also, you know, hate uh, chicken wings and uh, bourbon. So. And there uh, it is. And there it is. <laughs> All right, so we're gonna we're gonna get into this. We have the list of the uh, uh, nominees. Is that what they're called? They call them nominees. Yeah, nominees. Nominal nominees. <laughs> and um, and also, yeah. I want to give my list of why I think the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame should be burnt to the ground, <laughs> as well as I want us to talk about what what an alternative to a Rock and Roll Hall of Fame 
might look like. Something where we could still honor great music, but eliminate all the problems. So we're going to get into that step by step. First thing I think we should do is we should find out who these nominees are. And I think we need the Hawk to kind of, you know, kind of, you know, uh, give his evaluation as we go along here. <laughs> so who do you got? So what's, is that where we're going to start? Or do sure, you gonna, okay. we can start there. You guys know what the Rock and Roll, does anybody know what the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is or do we have to go to the history of the Rock and Roll I kind of feel like we don't need to go through the history. I just had it just in case. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, so, so good. What do you got? Okay, so the first nominee is Mary J. Blige. Blige. Does everybody know who that is? <laughs> Keith, do you know who Mary J. Blige is? I, I Blige. do. Bliggy. I so, mean, she has released 13 studio albums, eight which, have, eight which have gone multi-platinum worldwide, sold 50 million albums in the U.S. and 80 million records worldwide, and has won nine Grammy Awards, four American Music Awards, 12 Billboard Music Awards, and has also received three Golden Globe Award nominations. So she does have an extensive resume under her belt, resume. but what do we feel about it? <laughs> and um, is, is, is her music rock music? I, I don't think it is rock music. <laughs> That is just me. <laughs> I thought that she because it's R and B, right? Produced number one R and B, R and B, rhythm and blues, rhythm and blues. Uh, we love rhythm and blues. There's, There's nothing wrong with it. But it's the what it's a, what's it called again, Keith? It's called the what Hall of Fame? The Rock and Roll, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame. <laughs> yes. I mean, I, I you know, and I know people say I'm racist for saying that. That like, but. I mean, I like I, I could I go I'm I'm okay with Chuck Berry and Jimi Hendrix and well, they, they rock though. That's the difference. And, and to be fair, there is a hip hop Hall of Fame. Prince, Lenny Kravitz, some like those guys are all cool. And a National Rhythm and Blues Hall of Fame. So there are two other Hall of Fames which do not include any rock people in it. Did they newer rock people? I'm saying not like Bo Diddley, not like Chuck Berry. I'm talking. Anyway, so what do you, you know. what do you think about Mary J? <laughs> Do you have any? You anything about Mary J that you want to chime in on, Keith? Should she be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? I mean, at this point, Rock and Roll, you're painting with a pretty broad brush. If you ask me, I'm sorry. You said I mean Rock and Rock Rock and Roll came from from blues, and blues was originated by African Americans. That's what people are going to say. That's not racist. That's the truth. Muddy Waters, Robert Johnsons of the world, and a whole other billion people that sound like it were the basically nucleus of what would become rock and roll. Now, should there be a rock and roll hall of fame or a hall of fame for every style of music? Yes, because you'd have ones popping up everywhere. Cause every goddamn five minutes, there's another freaking genre of music. So if you're going to have them all, but as the rock and roll hall of fame, rock and roll hall of fame sees it. I mean, from what I understand, the board of people that pick these bands that actually get in are some just old suits that just don't know shit. But they, they they get the I mean they get the final say. So I don't know as Dee Schneider would say, throwing the uh, bone to the peasants, if you will, by letting fans in. Why am I that loud? You're there. Sorry. <laughs> Go sorry. Ahead. Uh, Billy Altman was causing shenanigans. I had to straighten him out. <laughs> uh, but of course, um, go to bed, man. Uh, <laughs> As R&B artists go, yeah, you're talking about a friggin' heavyweight. But as rock and roll, once again, I don't think that to me is is not rock and roll. But uh, at, at the end of the day, she's not going to get in anyway, in my opinion. So we can just move on. Okay. I'm, uh, wait, first of all, here's something I have to ask a question about because I'm... I thought it was four, maybe five. How many people actually get in? Is it more than that? I don't know. When it's, it happens, I mean, they got a freaking list this long every year, but only what? How many make the cut? They five? usually do five or six. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah. All right. So I wasn't exactly sure the number. That's a pretty, like I said, every year they got a very expensive list, and you can make arguments for them all, sort of. I can make <laughs> arguments against them all. Um, <laughs> I, actually, uh, I can. I think there's some really slam dunks this year. I like. I think uh, Mary J. Blige. Is smoking hot, freaking. Just look at she's gorgeous. She's stunning. I absolutely love her. But uh, I don't. You know, I wouldn't like if I was making a. a so so let's put it this way, Keith. Say I was going to say, hey Keith, I'm going to make you a playlist, a private playlist on Spotify, like great rock, so that like when you're like cruising around or you're, you know, trying on different masks or whatever you're doing, you have a great rock to listen to. Mary J. Blige would not be on that list. Not only because I was I was promising great rock, not great R and B. 
also, would it really come to mind when someone said, hey, is this a, a who do you consider a great rock artist? Would you say Mary J. Blige off the top of your head? Probably not. No. And, uh, so, Can't keep my, my hat on. <laughs> fix that. Fix it. Hey, man, you need all three masks. I know. Dr. Fauci said it was you needed to be. Don't I leave saw, your house ever. I saw, I'll saw. i send it to you, man. I saw a great like roundtable discussion with Dr. Drew and a bunch of other doctors who've been like like uh, silenced and stuff on social media. It was, it was really good. I was thinking about you when I was watching it. Anyways, so who do you got next? What's next? Uh, next on the list is uh, Kate Bush. So English singer, songwriter, musician. Burr, you suck! There we go. <laughs> Um, she uh, at 19, she topped the UK singles charts for four weeks with her uh, debut single "Wuthering Heights," becoming the first female artist to achieve a UK number one with a self-written song. Um, again, a lot of stuff under her belt. Not so much someone again that I would say if someone asked me who do, who's your top rock people, I would never in a million years pick Kate Bush. Never. No, <laughs> she's not rock. Not even close to rock. No. You know, she did that song "Running Up That Hill." And they play it. They played it on some of the alternative stations. That's the closest thing she ever did. It's like Janet Jackson has one rock song. It's a kick-ass rock song, but they, she has one rock song. Yeah, and that, but that doesn't make you a rock artist or make you influential in rock. Right. What do you want to say about Keith? You like Kate? You probably like Kate Bush. I think she has one of the most unique voices I've ever heard in my life. Now, is it a voice that's for everybody? No. Uh, is it rock and roll? No. Is it too? Freaking weird for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Even if she's the only person on the ballot, they'd probably have to take a pass this year. That music is just not for everybody. And it's, but she was innovative when using electronics and her voice and just a lot of like crazy like samplings and just using like uh, almost like a, she's a human freaking nursery rhyme. I don't know. But it's just human one of those things. <laughs> she was. I mean, that's just, uh, she has a lot of like, you know, these kind of, you know, her voice is just like it. It just sounds like something out of a. a like someone that should be reading you Mother Goose or some shit. I don't know. But it's it, it's just where that, yeah, it's not rock music. I mean, it's experimental as hell. You have to give somebody credit for that voice, I agree. that range. I agree. I but, being, it's not, yeah. but it's not rock and roll. I was just trying to be an asshole for the benefit of the audience to entertain folks. <laughs> no, I mean, she's not, she's not going to get in either. I mean, she could be on a ballot for 20 years and she's not going to get in. Yeah. I uh, think she's one of those ones they just decided to just be like, okay. Yeah, there, right uh, there's there. a lot of bands that um, have. Aren't there bands that are like classic bands that have been overlooked? Oh, oh constantly. And constantly. So how, why, are we, why, why do we have to bring in Mary J. Uh, Bligey and Kate's Bush when we have all these other bands that have just. That play, <laughs> well, actually, guys like young guys who play play guitars, ladies too, play guitars. Uh, is Susie Quattro in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? I don't think so. I'd put Susie Quattro in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame before Kate freaking Bush or Mary J. Bligey. <laughs> I'm just saying. You're not okay. saying. You're just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm not saying. I'm just saying. You saying? Just saying. saying. Okay. I got you. I, I think this next one. <laughs> I think all three of us agree. But go ahead. Uh, the next one on the list is Devo um, from Ohio, where the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is. Their classic lineup consisted of two sets of brothers, mothers, the Mothers Boss. Um, the band had number a number fourteen Billboard chart hit in 1980 with the single "Whip It," which we all know. And I did make up a dance to when I was in ninth grade, but nobody will ever see that <laughs> ever. We gotta get Lily. Can we actually do it right now, so we can just hail <laughs> to the no. I am not drunk enough for that. <laughs> but they are known for their music and stage shows, um, and their science fiction themes and the whole thing. And they're very unique. And just I I actually did vote for them just to say I like um, I liked "Whip It." I liked "We're Through Being Cool." That's a great. That's a that's a cool song. And I like their version of Satisfaction. That has one of the coolest drum parts of all time. Yeah, that's really that's really different. What is he doing in that? I've been wanting to ask you about that. There's just a lot of syncopation going on. There's just a lot of lot cool bell placements. A lot of just cool syncopation where it's just like off the beat, man. It's just it's not that typical like like Whippet has that like straightforward kind of. It's, even though it's fast, it has that straightforward kind of almost like through the disco kind of feel because you're looking at what night? What did it come out in 1980? 81. Yeah. So you're still getting that kind of you know, real fast 16th note hi hat kind of uh, vibe on that. But uh, yeah, on that one, he's just kind of, it's a lot of cool electronics. There's a lot of cool placements of cymbals and just a lot of syncopation. And it's just, a, it's a very cool drum track. But it's a, they, that's one of those songs they took and just really made their own. That's probably one of the most unique cover versions I've ever heard. Yeah, it's very unusual. It's very cool. Um, Okay, now I'm just going to kind of play devil's advocate because I'm, I know that Devo influenced 
like yes, they have basically they're essentially kind of a one hit wonder, but they also influenced a lot of bands that came after them that like focused on you know bringing in electronic sounds and mm. things like that. So I get where they were influential, but you could make the argument well they're one hit wonder. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> so you could kind of say, well, do they really deserve it because they're one hit wonder? I think they deserve it because they're influential, and also there wasn't that much for me to pick from. <laughs> I'm not going to influential as hell too, but I actually I would like to see them get in just for because it would be something different, mm-hmm. and I would actually let let me see that maybe some other minds are getting involved in the in the pick process, but I don't think they'll get in. Um, yeah, I think that um, I, I I personally love them. But I could also kind of go both ways. And inter- do they should they be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? I honestly, now let's go through our list here, and then I'm going to kind of give you guys what I sort of think about it. This next band definitely should not be on, right, Lily? The, the Foo Fighters. Somehow I missed them in my notes. I guess I just skipped right over them, maybe because I don't believe that they should be in. But the Foo Fighters are a great band. However, I don't know that it's their time to be in right well, now. How many years does it have to be? Twenty five. Yeah, twenty five from your first hit. Single. And have they had 25? Oh, yeah. They, everybody, I checked. Everybody has the criteria <laughs> to be okay. in this year. <laughs> Foo Fighters carry the torch of rock authenticity with infectious hooks, in-your-face guitarists, monster drums, and boundless energy. I think that they are the definition. I think that's the definition of rock in terms of mus- music, the music part of it. Yeah. Uh, you know, so, um, if I, you know, I, I get that. Um, I understand your reservation because mm-hmm. we're feeling like some of the classic bands right. that's, haven't, that's gotten exactly their, right. haven't gotten their due yet. But I think also that Dave Grohl continues to inspire kids to pick up pick up the guitar and rock out. Um, so I, I really I, I I'm like hell to the yeah with uh, with Foo Fighters. What do you think about Foo Fighters? Well, I'm gonna have to put out some claws here on this one. If you're waiting for <laughs> fucking Iron Maiden to get in or not, the Hall of Fame does not like how many metal bands are actually in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. What two? I think that's correct. Black Sabbath <laughs> and Metallica, and that's it. They're they're just not into metal. That's one of them things where you probably wait another hundred years. The Foo Fighters, what other time would you want to see him? The time is now. Dave Grohl is a great musician, great songwriter. It'll be his second induction, and they deserve to be in. It's a slam dunk for me. Um, yeah, it's interesting that you mentioned that thing about metal because um, it's it's. They don't like it. That's just the way it is. Well, 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 well wait a minute. What I'm going to say, though. Man, I, got a, that... I got somebody calling me. It's Dr. Fauci. <laughs> hold on. Hold on a minute. What's that, Doc? Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'll tell him. <laughs> what did he say? Somebody's pissing on your porch. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, right. you brought up metal, and they, they're prejudiced against metal. Okay, how is it that metal bands don't belong in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, but R&B, hip-hop, and rap acts do? There's a whole reason behind this. They say it's sales. And some R&B. So it's effing money. Yeah. Oh, that's exactly it. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm going to get really pissed off in a little while here, okay. but it's not time yet. <laughs> it's um, not time. I mean, Iron Maiden sold millions of records. It's millions. True. And Christ, you know, but do I think Iron Maiden should be on? You know, they, they should have been on, on, here, the, they should be on the they're, first they're fucking day. Oh, well, see, I'm getting They're great. He's kidding. Sorry, they're one of, they're, 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 Calm down. <laughs> one of the greatest metal bands of all time, but they're just going to get snubbed. I can guarantee it. I think that this next band... Uh, deserves it for a couple different reasons, but go ahead. What do you got? Lily? The next uh, on the list is the Go Go's. Um, formed in California in 1978, uh, they rose to fame in the early 80s. First all female pa- band that both wrote their own songs and played their own instruments to top the Billboard album charge- charts. That alone, to me, should make them get in. And they're great songs, and they have punk roots, and I think that's fantastic yeah. because uh, there's not yeah, too many that, of that. It's definitely gussied up punk. You can mm. tell that, like, they, they came in the studio, and the, and the producer was like, well, we're going to kind of tone that down a little bit, but it's got still got the same essence of yeah. it. You know, I, I absolutely agree. And they got some killer musicians. Jet Jane Wyland is an amazing guitar player. Mm-hmm. I heard she's a pretty good dominatrix. I haven't yeah, seen her. I, have, I saw that <laughs> on, like, a Behind the Music or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, we got you. Got any comments on the Go Go's? You don't like the Go Go's, though, do you? You know what? Though, if you wait long enough, Jane will take you to the rush hour. <laughs> I'll be here all week. Um, they should be in. Wait, not right now. Not yet. 
I understand they've been around. I mean, shit, that they might even be 70 years old at this point. But at the same time, I do think they broke some barriers down, but I don't think that they have, like, they won't get, they, they won't get in just due to the fact that, I don't know, they won't. I don't, I don't even have any reason for it. I just think they won't. What are you drinking? Alcohol. Uh, <laughs> Dewar, th- this is Dewar's White Label. Nice. Blended scotch whiskey. Scotch. You were drinking, doing a little scotch. Yeah. <laughs> you're very ver- You're very diverse with your uh, liquor. I'm I am, huh? I- I'm I'll not as diverse. To, I'm trying to get, in, trying trying to get like into the finer things. things in life. There's something I won't drink. It's cognac, which I would never drink for any reason. Um, cognac probably the only thing that I think on a menu that I would not drink. But scotch, bourbon, blended scotch whiskey... And just regular old whiskey is all for me. Vodka too. And even sometimes gin, but I got to be in the mood for gin. <laughs> and, and, and be honest with you, I've switched to hard alcohol due to the fact that, no, I do want, not want to rush my own death, which will be coming. But I don't like beer because it gives me a freaking headache. Mm. Legit. Okay, what do you got? Next is a band we all know that I'm going to vote for forever and a day is Iron Maiden. Um should have been in a long Never time ago. Of, no, of course you haven't. Um, I mean, they've they've had 40 albums, including 16 Studio, 13 Live. Excuse me. Wait a minute. <clears throat> How many albums? 40. How many albums again? 40. How many albums did Mary J. Blige have? Like 12. 13. 13. Okay, hello. <laughs> 40, 13. Hmm. Rock albums. Metal albums. Like actual rock. Yeah. Guys playing guitars <laughs> loud in your face. Yeah. Kind of, kind of music that pisses your parents off. Also, the pioneers <laughs> of new wave of British heavy metal. Hmm. <clears throat> Just throwing that out there, you know, nothing to say. Is that really right. accurate? Of forty albums? Yep. That's studio. That's that's combined, not studio albums. That's uh, that's all, all their albums. Okay. It, studio live EP, all of it. <laughs> Still. Let me play Devils. Let me play Devils Advocate for a minute too. When's the last time that they put out a good album? I I think I think if it says Iron Maiden on it, it's a good album. <laughs> that's not true. You want you going to go out and buy that? Uh, Fear the dark with that other singer I don't on care. it. That wasn't it's got to be a thousand times better than half the crap on the radio now. So <laughs> it, it, I don't care. It's still Iron Maid. It's still Bruce Dickinson singing. He's a mother bad, but bad MFer. I'm like all. I'm all down with the Bruce. <laughs> well, we all know I'm in love. I with mean, Bruce, it has to so. be other than some. You know, they're like the, almost like the metal Rolling Stones. Other than somewhere up, somewhere in time, then back. I'll give you their their due credit. That shit slamming from somewhere in time on. I don't even know what they what they did. At the end of the day, I think they are going to get the fan vote, but I do not think they are going to get in. Oh yeah, like don't be says. getting them. I mean, shit, they'll have the whole country of Brazil probably voting for them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a lot of people should be in, but unfortunately not. I mean, you know, they're not in. just influential. I mean, they're insanely influential for their their sound or anything, but also for the live performance, their amazing musicianship. And excuse me, Bruce Effing Dickinson. Dickinson. Hello, that voice. Hello. That voice. Hello. That voice. What? Probably, if you could probably name the top five singers in metal, he's in the top five. He's usually in all those countdowns. <laughs> I mean, you know, yeah, you know, come on. And just, just he's great. Down. I mean, the guy's a jack of all trades. He'll fly your plane. He'll hit you with a, you know, he'll stab you with a sword. He'll sing his ass off. He'll I mean, that's just the guy's great at that. But at the same time, it's like, okay, I don't know. It's like, like I said, let's that, hate, that, that hate and all metal thing is going to come up again. What do we got? So this next person is a definitely no effing way. So the next person is Jay Z. No, we can just skip. Okay, we know who Jay Z is. He's no. <laughs> uh, I'm gar- I'll bet you. I'll bet you a hundred dollars right now. He gets in. I, I, I'm not saying he won't, but uh, he doesn't belong in. Sorry, <laughs> I'm just. I, I'm done right there. It's the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. I'm Ludini. I'm putting. He's vetoing. Down. Yeah, I veto. <laughs> okay, let's move on to somebody good. Um, uh, the next on the list is Shaka Khan, yeah. uh, American musician, singer, songwriter. His career has spanned five decades, beginning in the 70s. Um, lead vocalist of the funk band Rufus. Awesome. Um, known as the Queen of Funk. Uh, first R&B artist to have a crossover hit fe- featuring a rapper with uh, I Feel For You in 1984. Blah, blah, blah. She's amazing. She's won like 10 Grammys. I mean, do we really need to say much more about it? Yes, R&B, but still influential and comes from the roots of Chuck Berry and all of those guys, only a chick. So I could see I could make an argument for her. Um, I'm kind of on the fence about. It. I mean, I love her. I think she's she's amazing. She's another totally gorgeous woman. Um, I freaking love her. I, like her music, it's insane. But eh, rock, I don't know. I, I you know I'm kind of like on the fence about it. 
I but wouldn't, I wouldn't, start I wouldn't a whole be upset. Fire like if she got in there, you wouldn't be as I wouldn't mad. be like, ah, she doesn't belong. I'd be like, ah, I love Chaka Khan. What would you say? Go ahead, Keith. I'm sorry. I think you start a whole whole problem there. It's like it's just a chain effect. If she goes in, then why Mary J. played right. Mary J. Blige in? Sorry, it's just that okay. you're, gonna, you're making a good point. You're causing right? a chain reaction. They're ba- if you go into the record store and look in the R&B section, they're both in there. That's legit. Well, you know what, Keith? I'm not disagreeing. That is that. a good freaking point. Did you guys hear what he said? If you go, I'm really smart, store, actually. I'm really smart. Just, you know, I'm I'm smarter than fucking Doctor Fauci, and there's not a shot that I'm. As you're doctor, wearing three say. masks, Keith. As you're wearing three masks. I'm really smart. <laughs> I'm smart too. Can I be smart tomorrow, Larry? No. And I think, and I think oh, on my I'm own smart. with the three masks, and I don't have a shotgun on my back telling me what to say like Dr. Fauci. <laughs> I can't even live my oh, life we're going to get letters. Um, so, yeah. I was, okay. All right. Uh, uh, next one is the king. Not that king. Miss Carol King. <laughs> Who I love. Again, somebody I love. Active since 58. Uh, initially, uh, one of the staff songwriters at the uh, Brill Building and later as a solo artist. Um most successful female songwriter in the latter half of the 20th century, having co-written 118 pop hits on the Billboard Hot 100. So, is she okay? If you go to the record rock? store, is she in the rock? I don't think she's in the rock section. I don't know where she would be. Popperly pop. Uh, I mean, pop. I love yeah, her. Yeah, pop like pop. So I have a hard time because I absolutely love her. I grew up listening to her music. That tapestry is one of my favorite albums of all time. Uh, does it belong in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? This is the problem. We're going to talk about this. Why the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, the concept is wrong. <laughs> but uh, what do you say about it, Keith? She's a, she's a great songwriter. Uh, great piano player. I mean, the songs are pop. Uh, does she belong in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? She probably will not make the cut. Um, this next person, I do not know their music at all, so I can't really comment. Okay, so I'm probably going to say it wrong. Uh, Fila Kuti is how I'm going to say it. Oh, cooties. I know, like oh, cooties. cooties. But spelled different. Wipe it off with flaming wood. <laughs> Nigerian multi-instrumentalist, band leader, composer, political activist, blah, 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 is regarded as the pioneer of Afrobeat, an African music genre combining traditional Yoruba and Afro-Cuban music with funk and jazz. So I'm going to assume he's in... <laughs> <laughs> Funk and jazz sections in the record store. If I mean, do record stores exist? I don't know. If you go to Amazon, that's probably where he's going to be. I don't know. Do you know anything about Fella Cutie? Uh, Keith, you know anything about that dude? It yeah, he's not, like, right? the, I mean, it's pretty much what the little bio says. He's that godfather of that Afro. Afro beat. You know. uh, we're going to kind of leave him as a question mark. I have no clue because I don't know anything about his music. <laughs> Let's move on to somebody people know. Okay. LL Cool J. LL Cool J. Rapper, record producer, actor, author, entrepreneur. Entrepreneur, I can't even say it today. Um, again, hip hop and rap. I don't know. I like him. This Here, is one of the things the thing I listened to when I was a kid. Ra- here's the thing I'm going to say about the rappers, like LL Cool J and Jay Z. You guys do know that, like in the late '90s, early 2000s, rap and rock kind of combined. Got together. Yes. You know what I mean? So you could make an argument that these guys are influential on rock because of that rap rock kind of thing. I'm just playing the no, no, no. I get advocate's it. devil it, here. It actually happened so, with Aerosmith and Run DMC. Yeah, so, there so that like is. you know, <laughs> and I'm I would probably put go. For, I, I'm fine with Run DMC being in there. Mm-hmm. So why? Like, uh, because they actually had like real musicians playing real guitar riffs. But then LL Cool J did an unplugged on MTV. Okay, well then maybe maybe he absolutely deserves being. I I and he said he spends more money on to this day on chapstick than anybody else. Well, there you are. <clears throat> that dude mixed his lips more than, and he had a six pack since he was like three. Uh, he's in amazing shape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a beautiful man. And he still looks like, I think he's probably a fucking vampire, to be honest with you. He might be. He might be one of those. All, you know, the, you know what they say. Uh, and I'm not being racist. I heard Oprah say it. Black don't Do you please crack. stop saying that because then people think you're a racist. So let's move black, on from that. Black don't crack. Like Morgan Freeman says, you want to stop racism? Stop talking about it. Let's move I agree on. with you. I agree. Black don't crack. That's what Oprah says. So the, these black dudes, they will look young for really, really. When you see a black person all wrinkled and stuff, they're like, they ain't in their 60s. No, that's hard. That's called drugs. <laughs> they're like in their 80s. There's like, those are old MFers. Um, but this next band, so I'm going to, I don't know if, Keith, I, I'm kind of, I'm interested to hear what you think about these guys. What do you got? Um, New York Dolls. Uh, American rock band formed in New York City in 1971 along the lines of Velvet Underground and the Stooges, one of the first bands of early punk rock scenes. They never really achieved much commercial success at all. They were sort of very underground, uh, very specific 
um, mm-hmm. audience. I honestly don't think that they're going to get in. Um, I don't know that they even deserve to be in. However, I think people don't really know who they are today to even be like, oh, like they'll skip right over New York Dolls and be like, I don't you even know. You know, they reunited I saw them long ago. And I heard that they looked and sounded great. They did. I, I saw them actually open for, uh, here, Keith's going to yell, but I saw them open for Poison and Motley Crue. And they did sound That's my shit. Keith's going to yell. Like, he's your dad. I'm not going to, what the hell? My, people, people stop giving me the wrong impression here. Because you know what? I don't yell about anything. Until, until my, like, especially, I, I don't have much more time because I'm wanted in surgery in 15 minutes. So oh, here we go. Keith, Paging Dr. Bourbon. You're killing me, dude. Keith's got like seven masks on now. Paging Dr. Bourbon. I guarantee by the end of tonight, I won't have COVID. (laughs) By the end of tonight. (laughs) Masks cure COVID. Let's spread that rumor. I heard that if you wear wear glasses, and a doctor in India, several doctors actually in India, the other day I read an article that says if you wear glasses, you're three times less likely to get COVID. Well, there you are. Just call me. Because you won't touch your eyes and face as much when you have glasses on, and it won't go through your uh, eyelids because you know what? I guess That's I should stop cure, licking man. eyeballs then, huh? That's the cure. Next week, the CDC says next week, they say you're, you're going to wear six masks. Oh boy. That sounds like fun. <laughs> okay. Next band is this is a band I know Keith likes rage against the machine <laughs> from Los Angeles, California formed in 1991. Um, their songs are like very political and, I'm influenced by rap, though. Come on. Truth. Come on. Okay, this is an example of that. They have sold sixteen over 16 million records, nominated for induction in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in their first year of eligibility in 2017, as well as 2018, but both bids failed. So who knows? Maybe now. I don't know. I didn't pick them on my list of, to vote for because there were other choices, but I might later. <laughs> Keith? Keith? Yeah, we'll let, we'll let the, uh, that fan vote stuff again. Don't mean shit because I think it was it what a year or two, but a year or two ago, the Dave Matthews band had like all the votes, man. Like, they had more year. votes than any other act, and they still didn't get in. No, it means nothing. I just like seeing what the fans vote for. Well, you definitely want to go with your rock and roll heart at that point, and if you want to vote in the New York Dolls or you know Raising Against Machine or even Mary J. Blige, it's up. It's completely up to you. That's the beautiful thing about America. But Used to be. will they get in this year? I don't think so. <clears throat> Are they a cool band? Yes. Do I think that they had some, uh, Zach Taylor Rook has some anger issues? I mean, he might knock over the damn podium if he comes up there, but, you know, that's a whole other thing. <laughs> Leap nah. to it. He'll be fine. Trump's Crash not in it. office anymore. Um, so this next guy is, uh, I mean, this guy is like, what? Like, really important musician. Sort of surprised and he's not he in there. he is also Liv Tyler's stepdad. Yes. <laughs> so, um, I, I mean, it's just that alone, right? Gives him cred, but. So, uh, Todd Rundgren. Uh, American singer, songwriter, multi-instrumentalist, uh, diverse range of styles as a solo artist and member of the band Utopia, known for his sophisticated and often unorthodox music. <laughs> and he has occasionally lavish stage shows. I'm surprised he's not in. Isn't this his like second year, though, for induction? Like, nomination? Again, like I would put him I would put him way ahead. Other, of other I, I voted for him when I did the fan <clears> vote because, so. um, you know, it, you know, this guy goes back to the 70s. I mean, yeah. he's all over some um, like massive albums i mean he's like bad out of hell i mean he's all over that freaking album i mean that's just um actually the new york dolls too there you are yeah so So, i mean so what do you think about todd keith got any any comments on todd he should have been in there years ago man that's ridiculous that's just going to show you that they sometimes don't only discriminate against metal which they do but of people that oh maybe aren't the poster child for you know and you know pop music or whatever it's like maybe he's, he's more of like a behind the scenes kind of guy a lot of times so they don't give that shit their due again he's not seen should. like the new york dolls nobody knows who they are nobody's gonna yeah, know he, you're right he's a behind the yeah. scenes kind of guy well okay let me ask this question are people like uh mutt lang and bob rock i want to say mutt is not in there in the Hall of Fame, because those guys should probably be. not. Uh, producers, I mean, I just didn't. Uh, I mean, there's <laughs> even modern day people like you know, someone like you could put Butch Vig in there if you wanted to. You know what I mean? It's like it's a lot of producers don't get their due. I mean, do they let's have a producers a, Hall of Fame? I let's don't do know. a show on producers. That'd let's be a, do a good show idea. on producers. We have a that's a good topic. Top ten rock uh, producers. Yeah, I mean, that, yeah, that's that's 
that's ten episodes right there. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> um, and this next lady, I, 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 I'm a huge fan. I grew up with this uh, woman. She had a big resurgence in the '80s, which when I really discovered her. Go ahead, Lily. Tina Turner. Yes. Uh, known as the Queen of Rock and Roll. She rose to prominence as a frontwoman of the Ike and Tina Turner Review before launching a successful career as a solo performer because what's love got to do with it? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Very energetic stage performances. I've never seen her live, but I've seen a lot of her on TV once. So much fun to watch. She's just, she's not young anymore, and she's still, like, rocking out, and her legs are fantastic, and I just think her music's amazing. Oh. So. But, of course, that, those legs are, they're just, <laughs> you know. I actually did see her live once, and Cindy Lauper, of all people, who was, Big and pregnant at the time, open for her. And it was like ninety some degrees in a, at the Burgerstown Amphitheater, whatever oh it's called God. this week. And she still sounded good. Cindy Lauper was Tina Turner. Come out, man! I don't even know how old she was at the time. Probably one hundred fifteen, but <laughs> she was killing it. And I wanted to contradict myself here because I actually forgot she was on a list with that stuff she did with you know the Ike Turner stuff, regardless of Ike's attitude problem. But I mean that stuff with that she did with Ike. And then went on to be a massive pop star in the 80s with, you know, Private Dancer and other albums. But I'm going to say that she should be in. I'm I sorry. Agree. It's enough. It's enough. The Especially the Ike Turner stuff is enough rock and roll that you should definitely give it a nod, a little nod to well, Tina. She, her I stuff that, sounds rock to me. I, I like simply the best in those songs. I, I, you know, I think those are, that's a, those are total rock song. We don't need another hero. That's a yeah. rock song. I mean, I, I think everything about her screams rock and roll. I agree. I, she, had I, that, I she had that like gravelly kind of yeah, voice. I mean, yeah. yeah. And she, and she, yeah, she should. She should be in, which is probably a contradiction of what I've said about the Mary Dead and the Shaka Khans and all these no, things. No, but no, Tina so, sounds but, but rock. It, but her, her, her albums and her songs, especially, like I said, especially the Ike Turner stuff, that era of her career is a little bit more rock and roll to me. And I think that that stuff is really, really just, it's, it screams a little bit more rock and roll than the rest of them. And she has sold over 100 million records. <laughs> All right, and this last lady is, again, this is a woman who I think is insanely talented. I grew up listening and loving her music. Um, did a lot of songs by Burt Bacharach, had big hits with those. Uh, if you say Burt Bacharach, do you think rock and roll? Not really, but go ahead. Dionne Warwick. Um, she ranks among the uh, 40 biggest hit makers between 1955 and 1999 based on her chart history on Billboard's Hot 100 Pop Singles Chart. She's, I would say she's more pop. But that's just me. I think she's awesome. It's very light, relaxing yeah. kind of music. I don't hear anything that I don't hear. It's the kind of music my parents would like. So that's kind of how I judge if it's rock. Like if your parents like it, like this is what I think. When I started, when I was interviewing all these like indie bands, none of them played music that their parents would hate. Right. So I'm like, <laughs> how are you? I'm sorry. Like rock and roll is always a big middle finger to your parents, the school, the government, everything. Like if your music isn't doing that, like what are you doing? <laughs> what do you got? What do you got, Masker? Um, <laughs> I don't know what he's doing. <laughs> I think that I don't think she's going to get in there, man. It's a little too. Uh, it's just a little too Sesame Street for my ass. So um, <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pass on the old Dion. Is she a brilliant singer and entertainer? Why not, man? Mm -hmm. I mean, it, you know, it's gonna. She had some pretty good longevity is she still alive good question <laughs> i know gladys knight passed away right um sure no did she pretty sure she did i'm gonna look oh, that's bullshit dion warwick tiger, tiger woods almost died dion warwick is still alive nice how old was she 85 <clears throat> she was born in 1940 do the math real quick. I, <laughs> I don't want to be like telling talking telling tales out of school <laughs> gladys knight what Gladys Knight is still alive. Okay, God bless Gladys Knight. Sorry, Gladys. We didn't know. I hope you lived to be 197. <laughs> fake, fake news, people. Fake news. Sorry fake news, about fake that. News, fake news. We were just misinformed. Your fake news. Um, <clears throat> Joe Biden's very smart. <laughs> Your fake news. Um, <laughs> I actually do have uh, the current fan vote statistics if everyone oh, wants to hear, hear them right now. now. Oh, let's hear that shit because I really want to know what that is. Well, seriously. we all know the fan <laughs> no, vote means serious. nothing. But right now, Fila Cootie is number one. According to the what, fans. What? 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 See? Number this two. This is the time we live in, people. Thank you, liberal Hollywood and everything else. Good. Number two is Tina Turner. Number three is the Foo Fighters. Number four is Iron Maiden. And number five is Carol King. Those are the top five right now in the fan voting section. Which one? Which one of those five will get in? 
Fila Cootie. He has to no, get in. Tina Turner. No, no, no. Fee, no, no. Fila Cootie will definitely get in because it will be considered racist if he doesn't. I said the R word again, but it will. Look at the time. You're the one who keeps talking about the times we live in. You're the guy wearing seven masks on a podcast. I kind of feel like Tina Turner is going to get in. <laughs> but I think, that once again, I said in the top five that the Foo Fighters were number three. They'll get in. The lowest five are Kate Bush, New York Dolls, LL Cool J, Jay-Z, and Mary J. Blige right now for the fan vote. <clears throat> Um, that is crazy to me because Jay Z sold a ton of records. I know. I know that's not the end of the day, and I know people really, as rap goes, I mean, he's like the modern day like thing, you know. He's like the big deal of rap. I mean, I didn't mean to be so cruel to Jay Z earlier, but like, I just, I just don't think he belongs. I just, yeah, it's just personal. In the rap personal world, yeah. I mean, he has a lot of, he has a lot of problems. He has ninety nine problems, but a bitch ain't one. <laughs> um. And uh, if you have a different opinion, start your own podcast. That's all I have to say about <laughs> we it. We do have a lot of uh, talking. Oh, on. boy. Okay. God. That's what we want. Thank you. <laughs> Finally, somebody's talking some shit. Good. Tell, so, tell us what they said. Bill Damiano, they just need to rename the damn building. Bill Thomas, uh, she has no business going into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. That's to Mary J. Blige. Um, Jared Grease, I'm bothered that it took the Moody Blues so long to get in the hall. Uh, Jared Grease, again, yes to Devo. Bill Thomas, love Devo, not sure they belong. Jared Grease, yes to the Foo Fighters. Bill Thomas, at least Foo is rock. Bill Damiano, listen, Dave Grohl and company have been ignoring my attempts to get him on my show. Until that happens, it's a no for me. Are you serious, man? Jared Grease, don't, yes to the Go-Go's. Bill Damiano, yes to the Go-Go's. Beth, hi guys, what's up, Keith? Missed you. Um, also, you need to share the cookies with me, said Beth. I will share the cookies. Um, Jared Grease, no, not... cookies for you. <laughs> Jared Grease, not a Maiden fan, but they do deserve it. Uh, Bill Damiano, Damiano, yes to Maiden. Beth, Jay-Z, what the fuck? I mean, F. Uh, Shaka Khan, sure. Uh, at this point, they need to change the name of the establishment. Carol King, yes, should have been in years ago. Um, who else we got? LL Cool J, I'm going with yes. That's Jared Grease. Uh, Bill Damiano, I loved LL back in the day, but no, not unless the change, the, they change the name of the damn building. Wait, <laughs> uh, I got an announcement real quick. Wait, they want to tell me something. Let me put the earpiece in again. Comes. Jared Grease, you're wanted in surgery. (laughs) (laughs) Bill Thomas, New York Dolls belong in before some of these others. Uh, Yes to New York Dolls. Uh, Bill Damiano, I'm a yes on Rage Against the Machine. Yes to Rage. Todd, yes. Hell yes, Todd. Lillian Liu, F's going on. Much love from Charlie Doyle. Hey, Charlie. (laughs) Yes to Tina, yes to Tina. Holy yes. Holy hell, yes to Tina. (laughs) Yeah, a lot of Tina Turner fans fans in the audience today. Beth, Dion, love her, but I think elevated music. should be in the... So, yes, that's our that's our talk well, today. Let, first of all, let me say this. I have eight reasons why the uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame needs to be put out of its misery. Our misery. Go. First of all, rock and roll is completely anti-establishment. And the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is what? It's an, an establishment. establishment. <laughs> it's, a, it's the anti, it's just not what rock is about at all. I it know. shouldn't be like in this corporatized Worst BS. Shit. It's, <laughs> it's bull. Fucking more shit. Number two, it's incredibly divisive. Look at us tonight and all the people online. Everybody's getting mad. Everybody, well, everybody's getting mad, but everybody, (laughs) you know, and, you know, and then like it kind of few, you know, I've had to say that I'm not the R word several times because, uh, because I disagree with certain artists not being in. So it's like kind of paints people that disagree as maybe worse than they really are. It's just terrible. What's, what it's doing is absolutely terrible. Uh, Number two, music is not a competition. Sorry. No, it's not. It's supposed to be fun. You're supposed to love music. You're supposed to be passionate about it. It's not who's better than this guy. And I yes, we do those versus things. That's done and fun. We're not we're not handing out awards or anything like that. And we're that. not hating on the other we're person. Not we're on just... the other. We're trying to give get people to talk about the two hours when we do Randy Rhodes versus Eddie Van Halen. Mm-hmm. Uh, people who know nothing about music run the damn thing. Corporate types. I have they... I have something to say about that later. Go okay. Go ahead, say it. <laughs> okay, so actually there's some criticism going on right now. The most frequent one is that it's run and controlled by people who are not musicians, such as founders Jane Wenner and Susan Evans and uh, writer Dave Marsh. Um, They're actually reflecting their personal tastes rather than the public opinion as a whole. So they're going by who sells the most records, who who is in the headlines right now. That is who they want to win. It's there were the choices are being made because there weren't enough big names that would sell tickets to the dinner, the award show for this the dinner yes that's that's actually that's how they they called it that i didn't call it but that's That's what they say so they okay just the fact that there's a rock and roll dinner hello right (laughs) it's not rock and roll right rock and roll is like smashing all the plates and covering yourself in food and you know yeah 
They, they actually dropped a doo-wop group because of and considered in favor of a name artist. They dropped someone who probably should have been in. They didn't say who for someone who probably shouldn't have been in, but would sell more. Um, one of my okay, n- number five. It's not held in Cleveland. I don't care. I don't care that it's too big. Just have a small thing. Do it at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in Cleveland if you're going to do and the invite your thing. VIPs and, and just have a few people there, or whatever, and keep it really cool and real rock and roll. Have the guys play like in a make it like a put. They should do it like at a club in Cleveland. I agree. You're going to make a dirty rock club, and it would just be it would be way cooler. Right in the flats, man. Right in the flats. That would I agree. be awesome. Jamming in the flats in that. Um, the, the, and this is a question that comes up on every single one of these nominees. And we talk every year that we've done the podcast, we've talked about this. We, how do you define rock and roll? It means something a little bit different to every person. So how can you have this stupid? It's be, what is what it's it's gone from just honoring people to becoming like almost like the Grammy Awards, right? Mm-hmm. And I oh, it's, and, it's and it, no rock star should ever get up and accept the Grammy. I'm sorry. That's BS. But so we don't know what rock is. There's all these arguments back and forth. Who's this? It's stupid. Um, number seven, the golden era of rock is over. I, I, I really have a hard time with anybody past 1996, 97 um, being in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Uh, I mean, I mean, you could make an argument for occasionally, maybe Jack Black or what's not Jack Black, Jack White, <laughs> Jack White. That, or Jack Black. I love him, too. <laughs> but you could make an argument maybe for Jack White. One of the White. Jacks. <laughs> uh, or uh, or maybe or, or maybe uh, that uh, Dan Auerbach, uh, the the Black Keys. There's like one or two that kind of the exception that proved the rule. But really, that golden era when the when the, it was all set down as to what great music was, what happened uh, starting around the time of Bill Haley and the Comets and Chuck Berry and those guys, and probably to somewhere in the mid nineties. Uh, that you know, and that's the music. It's so funny, Keith, because young folks love that music. That's the music they want to learn. Dude, when you taught drum lessons, what do kids want to learn? They want to learn classic rock. When I taught guitar lessons, they wanted to learn classic rock. Nobody wanted to learn because that is the great music. In our hearts and souls, we know it. And the last thing I'm, I'm going to say is this stupid virtual ceremony. I know. Just I hate it. Stop. Do a, do a small thing in a club with again and have something really freaking cool. They, there's nothing about it that's cool. It's all stupid. It's stuffed shirts sitting around at a fancy freaking dinner. Nothing rock and roll about it. It's, they, a, it's, a, it's an embarrassment to rock. It's they can't terrible. make money that way, Lou. That's the whole problem. It's Awful. all about the money. Awful. The sad, the sad thing is in upcoming years with this stuff, people start to fade out. And there's not really, I mean, all the great bands to me kind of by the wayside man so it's going to be harder and harder to pick this shit later on i agree mm-hmm. <clears throat> well you know we're going to be what we're going to i told lily before we started this is the last year i want to do a show on this <laughs> i'm not done what how dare i'm not doing another show on it um i i really wow. hope that like it goes away um uh so how would i have my thoughts on this so say we wanted to honor the great artists we wanted we didn't want to make it a competition Right, we didn't want to make it. Oh, this guy's better than that guy, and this guy deserves it, and this guy doesn't. But we just wanted to have something that was very much in the spirit of rock and roll to kind of say, yeah, we really recognize like how much we love this person or that band. So, Keith, what are, what would kind of like comes to your mind is like what you think might be a more rock and roll, better, equal kind of way of doing it. What's your sort of thought on it? Change the name. Just Seriously, just change the name to the Music Hall of Fame. That's the Music Hall of Fame. That way, you don't have any argument. If you simply, if you change the name of it, you will not have any argument. People won't give a shit. I'm telling you, because that uh, you could just say it's music. Because music is anything that's musical, beautiful. You can have the same. Because everybody nowadays wants, you know, all that diversity. You can have a goddamn Amish reggae band with a metal band, and <laughs> then you can have anything you want in there. So any band that is worthy of the Music Hall of Fame, nobody will bitch because you can put hip-hop in, you can put freaking R&B, pop, metal, extreme metal, anything you want, man. Reggae. Uh, reggae. Uh, reggae. Um, hey, there's some reggae artists. Amish Bob, reggae. Marley, Bob Marley all day, man. You know I'm what in, I mean? I'm but in, it's the same. Amish reggae, hip-hop. That's I want something. Amish reggae. That's new. Death metal hip hop. Skiffle. <laughs> um, 
Uh, what, what are your sort of thoughts on it, Lily? Well, when we talked about it earlier, uh, after I thought about it a little bit, I would take a compilation of, if we're going to go museum-wise, I'm going to take a compilation of all the videos I've ever taken at every concert and maybe do like a collage, and that would be fun, just to showcase what I've seen and what I love. And also, I think uh, maybe they should do some like music clinics at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yes, my, my sort of thought on it, that's a good point. My sort of thought on it was eliminate the whole thing and have like... Just gut the building and let the fans and let musicians just come in and hang up memorabilia or, or present memorabilia for a little for periods of time. They could rotate it or whatever. Have some staff in there so that nobody vandalizes anything or whatever and say, this music was really important. And just kind of let it be like a kind of fluctuating, flowing kind of thing. Do music clinics there. Make it be about the fans. Create, create a... Um, uh, maybe a charity around it to you know help young folks you know get into music and things like that and do something that's kind of much more in the spirit of rock much more kind of open less way less um, put pitting one artist against I mean it's just it's just sickening that like you have to read interviews with Bruce Dickinson and D Snyder and stuff like that and these guys feel snubbed and they really shouldn't yeah it's just silly it's just absolutely. It's, I mean, can I just one? Just give me one second. D. Snyder's a pretty smart dude, but if he, he even in his own words said his twisted sister was on the ballot, there's no way he should be in there. That's a fucking joke, man. No offense to D, but seriously, man, would you? They don't even take themselves seriously. They, they, what, you, what did they have? They had. They're basically a one-hit wonder. No, they had some dead. Uh, no, 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 no. no. Oh, uh, we're not going to take it. Was there only like really charting song? Uh, I want to rock. rock. Well, uh, it's not a chart. I don't not believe that was a big charting song. And and most people, you and I and Lily know that song, but m- most people don't know that song. And the same way everybody with, knows Nita Meyer from and, the videos. And, 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 yeah, well, she, he's in. I, he's in. Um, uh, Animal House. And, no, he's in the other one. The the, the uh, we're not going to take, gonna take it. Yeah. And. Um, and uh, Burning Hell, well, they had a video to that too, and it's in. Uh, it was in Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Yeah, it's in Pee Wee's yeah. Big Adventure. It's great, and people kind of know that stuff. But essentially, they're kind of a one-hit wonder. I mean, I heard Dee Snyder talk about it on the Howard Stern show, and he said they all made enough money off of that one song that they they never had to work. As a solo artist, could I you like imagine him better. that, dude? That was a great era. That's the golden era, dude. Yeah. You could make you have one big hit song, and you can retire. <laughs> Actually, D. Snyder as a solo artist is like much better than him from the. Uh, yeah, he's edgy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. know. And he, uh, I actually saw him also with. Um, it was that classical rock show or classic uh, musical show that he sang to. Like he was singing like Italian opera, and it was fantastic. But then he'd jump into rock, and it was so much fun. Really? Yeah, that's. Cool. Oh, it was fantastic. Did you see that movie he was in that he uh, made? Strange, Strange Land. Keith. <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna put Shocker. my mask on for that one. Yeah, you need your mask on for that one. Even <laughs> that, talking uh, about yeah, it. That's 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 a completely that, that movie's just a big shit sandwich, man. <laughs> I will, I'm gonna tell you what that traumatized it, me a bit. With the lips sound <laughs> That's become a thing. That's in like about twenty different horror movies. I know, but it's just still grosses he me out. He pioneered it. Still grosses me out. There's very few things that gross me out. That grosses me out. <laughs> Uh, uh, on this day in 1965, filming began on the Beatles' follow-up to Hard Day's Night. Uh, this day... Thank God for that. <laughs> uh, let's see what else happened to say. Uh, this day in 1974, David Bowie, Rebel, Rebel by David Bowie, entered the UK chart. Single reached number five the following month, originally written for the aborted Ziggy Stardust musical in late 1973. Oh, I mentioned Susie Quattro earlier. Yeah. This day in 1974, Susie Quattro was number one of the UK single charts with Devil Gate Drive. Good song. Uh, Beth Keith said you need to go watch The Relic and then LOL. <laughs> yeah, you know Beth, what? Beth, you're starting trouble. <laughs> I was, I'm just, you know, I was basically thinking the other day there was probably a few things I would rather do than watch The Relic and, and most <laughs> everything came on our list. In front of that, yes. That, so I'll get to it later, but I have like probably 90 years worth of shit to do still. <laughs> Which completely takes me out of the whole thing, you know. So. There it is. <laughs> um, yes, sir. Let's see here. Anything else really good? 1995, American singer Melvin Franklin at Temptations died of brain seizure Aww. at age of 52. 2002, the Bee Gees made their 
last ever concert appearance when they appeared at the Love and Hope Ball in Miami Beach, Florida. Hmm. Uh, let's see. Is there any birthdays to you? We have some birthdays we need to talk about. We had Johnny Winter. Huh? Happy birthday, Miles a couple Johnny weeks Winter. ago. My, yeah, Keith's was a couple weeks ago. Uh, Brad Whitford, Lily. Somebody bought me, me a drink. I met him. I met Brad Whitford. Howard Jones, not the metal singer. Right? Yeah. English musician, singer, songwriter, Howard Jones, who did What is Love and all the songs. Uh, I think it's... Oh, Michael Wilton from uh, Queensryche. Happy birthday. Oh, I knew that. I saw that all over Facebook today. Okay. And that's... uh, Olaf Lasse Johansson. I love how you said it. You (laughs) said that all right. From from the Cardigans. Love me, love me, say that you love me. Anyways, happy birthday to all you wacky musicians out there in in music land. That song, make fun of it if you want, has one of the coolest guitar chords I've ever heard, and I still don't know what the chord it is. It's the the chord after she sings the lyric. There's one chord that just strums alone by itself. You know what chord it is? It's I don't know. I did. I I played that in the Shelly Duff band. I don't remember what the chord was though. Off the top. Well, of you need to go find that shit out because I want to know what it I'm is. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Keith. I'm, I'm weak. What a fucking letdown you are. <laughs> I'm so disappointing. So, <laughs> anyways, that was this day. And if you were if you were my kid, I would send you to bed. I know. Go to bed, Billy. Speaking of that, Billy Altman, if you're watching, go to bed. <laughs> Billy wants to know why Lily uh, blocked him. I said she does that to everybody. <laughs> Did you really? He's I probably, did. Is um, he Lily's blocked me and Is he up to so. super stocking again? Um, let's just say he was trying to get too personal. He's a stocking. Are you stocking. serious? Yeah. He wasn't sending like, you know, pictures no. and stuff. No, he was asking too many questions about things that he didn't need to know the answer to. <laughs> oh, he asked me questions all the time. And I just tell him straight out, man. I was like, Billy, guess what? You don't need to know nothing. Yeah. And then he wouldn't stop. So I said, bye. Sorry, Billy. No offense. Did- after that, if you're watching, after that, he actually, well, we probably should talk about talk about this right now. He did. He pulled one of those things on me. This goes all over the world. Let's like, <laughs> let's like, let's calm that down. We could talk about it when we're done. Uh, you guys been listening to something called. Let's the invite him to talk about it with us, though. Okay, we could do that. That um, way we can get to the bottom of what his actual malfunction is. Okay, maybe we'll do that after the show. But you guys have listened to Ludini <laughs> Rock no, and Roll Circus, where we're going to be doing some therapy with one of the fans afterwards. Great. <laughs> you can go to, go to just go to, um, right now, if you go to Ludini Rock and Roll Circus.com, there's nothing there. You won't see anything. So go to LulombardiMusic.com, um, and you get access to all kind of cool stuff. Uh, shout out to Rock Rage Radio. They carry the show. Uh, and we do really appreciate those guys have been we get a, we've gotten a lot of listeners a lot of fans from there so go to rockrageradio.com and download the app and of course our good buddy Chris Thunderwolf Dotson at wolfscustoms.online uh, do a great job give you a custom uh, paint job on whatever musical instrument that is that you prefer to play it doesn't matter he can take care of it for you so go to wolfscustoms.online uh, Lily uh, you can listen to my show on Rock Rage Radio. It's Hot Licks with Lily Six, Thursdays at 6 p.m. Eastern. I'm actually, uh, I've interviewed Jesse Vest of Blisskrieg, uh, formerly of Tantric, um, and that's going to be playing this Thursday, so check that out, as well as I have my Lily Six's Live Saturdays. Uh, the next one is March 20th, and let me read the real bands this time. Shattered Soul, The Creature, Grave Birth, and Strangle the Witness. Heavy uh, set that night, so come on out and say hi. Come out and say, come out and get high. Or that. And buy me drinks. And buy me drinks. We'll leave it. We'll leave that to you, Lou. <laughs> oh man, well, well, we don't have time to get into that. But I had a, I had a, an experience. You, you had a weekend. You know what I'll say? If you can't run with the big dog, stay on the porch, little puppy. <laughs> <laughs> you got a minute to hang out, Keith, or you got to go? I'll hang for a minute. I'm doing surgery in like 20 minutes. Though. <laughs> okay. All right. All right, guys. Thanks so much for hanging out and listening to the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. We do this every week. Uh, if you love what we do, we do we go live on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch every Tuesday night from, and that's Eastern time, from 9 p.m. to 10 p.m., right? Yep, 10 p.m., respectively. Ish. We get ish, yeah. When we get started, we get started. So feel free to feel free to check that out. As you can hear, 
Um, we take we take folks' comments. We love that actually. So we love when and, you interact. And sometimes what's so funny is the community's so cool. Sometimes they're not even talking about what we're talking about. They're just interacting. Hey, how you doing? They're like talking to each other. So it's very very cool. So it's a cool community, and you can find out more about that at lulombardimusic.com. Keith the Hawk Hawkins, it's so great to see you. I love the masks. Keep up the great work. Keep protecting. Does anybody have a scalpel? Because i got a tea time in like 30 minutes, so let's Keep, get this over with. He's keeping the world safe for the rest of us. Lily V6 is, has green hair tonight, which we didn't even talk about. That's okay. We don't have to talk about the, my hair. And nice white teeth. What okay. is that? <laughs> it's my hair. All right, guys. We'll catch you guys all on the next Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.